So let's talk about this project. So you decided to, how did, how did you develop this idea of? Well, I, since a young kid, really since a young kid, my biggest dream was to get a motorcycle and to drive Route 66 from east to west. That was my biggest dream. But then when I got to America, uh, I said to myself, I, 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 need, I need an RV because with an RV, I can save a lot of money and I can sleep anywhere, eat anywhere and keep going. So the dream came through. I was able to buy myself an RV this time around. I have a motorcycle with a trailer behind it. Now the only thing missing is gas. <laughs> That's the truth because this Corona has really put a big stop in this project. But the project is, I want to, I want to shoot a film in every state. Uh, a film that's representing the state at the same time historically, factually. I don't want to be politically incorrect. Politica, politics have nothing to do with this film, absolutely nothing. There's going to be a little bit of history, a little bit, but a lot of it is going to be about the world in an RV and how to travel the country in an RV, which is very comfortable, as you know yourself, because you traveled a little bit with me, and, and show the people that have an RV how cool it is and where to go and what to ask for and what to do along the way. So that was really the idea. And then I, I compacted this story together. I made even a prospect that I have with the whole presentation. And I want to go, obviously, because now I'm in Florida, I'm going to start with Florida. But eventually, the states are going to air in the order they were created. So you currently live where? In Naples, Florida. Okay. And the goal here is to travel throughout the United States, mm -hmm. make, would you call this film a documentary? No, the, I would call this film 50 documentaries because every film in every state is gonna be one film of about 50 minutes long. So obviously I'm not gonna be able to drive to Hawaii, but I'll drive the 49 states and then the Hawaiian one is gonna to have to be done by plane. How do you fund a project like this? With sponsors that believe in the project which I had already lined up before this corona hit. So who typically would sponsor something like this? And what value do they, would they have in a project like this? Well, there are, there are you know, when, when you create a project, when you see some adventure films on TV, and we see a lot of them today, a guy takes a bike across Asia, another guy takes a Land Rover across the ice, another guy takes a balloon and flies to to, you know, there's been so many expeditions done all over the world of, about these stories. This is another one that's very interesting. It's taking, see, if you want to cross Luxembourg as a country with an RV, it takes you half a day and it's done because the country is 60 miles wide and 80 miles long. I was going to ask you, why did you choose the USA instead of Europe? Because, because um, the USA, when I got there in 1990, has showed me a specific freedom that unfortunately is dying day after day, unfortunately. But there is, a, there is a certain freedom in this country and a certain spirit in this country that does not exist in Europe. You can do whatever you want, you won't find it. The people you meet here are different. Uh, I mean, they're good and bad everywhere, but here the people when are different. When did that become evident to you? The first minute I got into Anchorage in 1990. The first person you thought to yourself, there's something different. Absolutely. About it. The way the people talk to you, the way the people receive you, the way the people serve you a glass of water. Uh, 
the people have more solidarity. But of course, Alaska was incredible for solidarity. In Naples, it's completely different. I already noticed that too, because in Naples, there's way too much money. In Naples, the people come in Naples. Why? Because they are close to death and they're going to come and retire here. And they have so much money that they don't really care about solidarity. But they don't understand that they need somebody else to help them out. That's another point. But okay, let's not get too carried away. But so, uh, like I said, the freedom to, to travel this country and the history, because the history is not very old in this country, it really isn't. It's 260 years old. That's it. In Italy, I can walk on, 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 on cobblestones that Caesar walked on. I can't do that here. But it doesn't matter. The history and the way of traveling, you, taking an RV and taking it across country, but really across country, driving every state one by one and meeting people, talking to people, uh, people tell you every, every time I, I meet somebody, it has a story about something. And that's what I want. I want the human spirit to come out in these films. And then the RVer that watched that said, wow, that's fantastic. Why don't we take a trip and do those three states or these two states or this one state, you know? And that's the idea. And then when you ask me who's interested, a bazillion companies can be interested. Obviously, the number one interest would be a guy that sells RVs. That's the first one. Then you have gas companies, tires companies, uh, satellite companies, telephone companies. I mean, you name it. Uh, a bazillion people can help sponsor a project like this because it's in their interest to sponsor something that represents them directly. You know. So you're, you're, you had mentioned that you see people's freedom slowly slipping away and getting taken away from them, chipping away at it. Do you see this, this documentary making that you're making um, represents freedom? And do you think people are, are going to realize what they have here in America? Absolutely. That's, is, that, is that one of the reasons why you're making this? It could be. It, it, it's definitely one of the reasons to show the world and especially the American people that, that they live in a country that they possess two enormous documents. One is the Bill of Rights. The other one is the, the, the Constitution. And, and in other countries, you don't have this. The problem is the people are afraid because they, they are uneducated. That's the problem. Education is the biggest power in the world that you have. If you are educated, you know what right do you have. Then everything changes. The problem is the people are like sheep. They're like pressed against the wall by certain powers to be. And then they are afraid of defending themselves when technically... They can't even be attacked. Why do you feel... So do you feel that they don't realize what they have? They don't even see this? Absolutely. It's, it's like you say, you take it for granted. You see, I've been to Africa. And when you go to Africa, and you come from America, and you go to Africa, let me tell you, you realize what you have, and what they don't have, and what they never will have. See? So when you see these type of different things... You have to understand, people take it for granted. Why? Because they have a happy life. They have a dog and a horse and, and a girlfriend and, and, and six mistresses and three cars and, and a villa on a lake. So they don't realize how they have this. They think it just fell from the sky. Not everybody worked hard to get what they have. Many people have it because the father was rich or the mother was rich or whatever. So they take it for granted, the fact that they have freedoms that are given to them and rights that are given to them that are real. They have real rights. 
to express themselves, to do their religion the way they want to do it, to do all kinds of things, you know. And, 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 and often, and that's with this, with what is happening right now, it's so clear that these freedoms are attacked by a bunch of varuls on the wrong side of the street. And, and if, if a person doesn't wake up and says, wait a minute, we need, we need to do something about this, then this is going to become uh, Germany 1944. You know what I mean? And that's the risk that people do not see. They don't see that. They don't think that because they say, they say are you crazy? The Hitler is dead. That's over. That's not going to happen. They are much closer to socialism in certain states in this country than they are to freedom. Do you feel this film that you're making is going to show that? Absolutely. Ways? How is it going to do that? Frank, I mean, you, you, there's got to be a little suspense in what I want to do here. I mean, uh, it's going to show it very simply because people are people. I'm not going to work with actors. I'm not going to pay a guy to tell me something. No, I'm going to talk to a guy just like you talk to me. You know, so the guy has no interest. As a matter of fact, you know yourself for the few pieces we did. And when you hold the microphone to them, the first thing a lot of them say is express exactly what's going on today in the world and in the country. So it's very simple to get the human spirit out of somebody. You know, very simple, very simple. So you feel the human spirit's getting crushed. Oh, absolutely. If you don't feel that, then you live in the wrong country. I'm sorry. I mean... You said it yourself, if I may repeat what you said to me. You said it yourself. You said that when you moved out of New Jersey to here, to Florida, you live differently. You're happier. The people are happier with you. You, you relate to people easier. So what I said to you is, what, what are you doing in New Jersey? See? So, you know, I, I, I'm just, you know... The thing that people have in this country that nobody has around the world is the freedom to change their lives if they want to. And it takes just one little cross on a piece of paper. It doesn't take weapons. It doesn't take bloodshedding. It doesn't take violence. It doesn't take anything. It just takes to say, you know what, buddy? I don't want you in office. I want somebody else that's going to represent me better. That's something that a lot of countries can't do. So in this film, this documentary that you're producing these freedoms will become evident. Absolutely. Because as we move through time, as time moves on, yes. these freedoms are being taken away. They, they, they've been attacked since the beginning of time. Just look at the history of America. They've been attacked since the beginning of time. I mean, I don't know. I always said, you know, my father always said to me, oh, Americans, Americans, Americans. I said, Dad, Americans are people like you. They're Italians, they're Irish, they're German, they're Luxembourgers. They're from all over the world that went to America. The only real Americans are Native Americans. Those are the only real Americans. And what did the white man do to those people? They raped them blind. They took away their lands, and now they live in reservations. What kind of freedom is that? You know? Sorry, but that's where it starts, all over. You know? So I noticed on your RV... You have this huge emblem of an eagle. Yeah. Why? Because that represents freedom for me. When you soar like an eagle, that eagle has no barriers, has no president stopping him, has no law stopping him. He flies anywhere he wants. And that's for me freedom. That represents freedom more than ever.
The bald eagle for me is the most majestic animal that there is. And, you know, I always felt that way as a boy, as when I was watching. I remember I was watching Fonzie on TV <laughs> when I was a kid. Do you remember Fonzie, the, the, the show? From Happy Days. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was watching those shows with those old cars. That's my favorite epoch of all time, the 60s, 50s cars. And I was growing up watching these shows. And I was, I was picturing me in the States with an old Mustang or whatever. I mean, it's just, I mean, I don't know. It's just something that um, stuck with me all along. You know, the word freedom does not exist in many countries in this world. It does not. And you've traveled quite extensively. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. So I can tell you that it's not the same thing. You know, the problem is, like I said again, the, the, a lot of people take it for granted and they don't understand what they have. Most of the time it's like that. I remember when I was kids, the rich kids had everything. So they didn't respect anything. They were breaking everything. They, were, they didn't care. And us that were a little bit poorer, when we had something, we were keeping it as nice as we could because that's what we had. We could appreciate what we had, you know. So it's, it's something that it's sad to see that the people here don't understand really the, the, the depth and the importance of this little document, you know. They don't understand that. They don't understand. And, and it's sad that the schools don't even educate the kids. Because I, I was coaching in high schools a little bit in America. And I have, to, I have to admit, the ignorance of the education system is so lousy here. I mean, a high school student that comes out of high school in America goes next to a high school student in Europe. The guy's going to crush him. In, in world history, in cultural history, in history, history, in everything, in mathematics even. The guys coming out of high schools here, they can't even put numbers together. And yet they're graduating from high school because the education is not the education that they're supposed to get, you know? I mean, that's personally my opinion from what I see, you know? Now, not all of them are like that because there are good and bad ones everywhere. You got some geniuses walking out but not all of them. So you as a video producer and coming up with this concept, this concept, this, this trip that you're going to take represents all these things. I wouldn't say, yeah, it's difficult to represent as many things I just said. That's impossible practically. But just representing the word freedom should represent it all. I mean, honestly, you don't even need to read the whole constitution. Just the fact that you say you have a right to speak, you have a right to pray, you have a right to do, that's enough. You don't have to go in details. Just the word alone says it all. I mean, I, could, I can show you the same thing with one picture. They always say one picture is worth a million words. I can show you one decent picture and it explains what I just said. Just one picture. I don't need to go in details. Once they understand what that word means, they should understand that they have the right to defend that word. That's all. So is there a political reason why you're doing this? No. It has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with a human being trying to live in the time that we're in. That's all. It has nothing to do with politics. It has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with anything. It has just to do with the fact that we can live differently than we do today. That's all. 
So again, it's called Video Marketing May Video Marketing and Mayhem. Um, this is, in a sense, the marketing side of it. What you're basically what you're doing is you're able to live a dream that you've dreamed about through through video production, creating this video, and getting the revenue from sponsors. That is correct. Yes. So the sponsors need to market. They need to yes. advertise their product. They will. I mean, what better way is it for a, an RV dealership, for example? What better way is it to be part of a project where 99.9% .9 of the project has to do with RVs? I'm sorry. You sponsor a soccer player or a football player, okay? What does an RV dealer have to gain from a football player? Nothing. The only difference is the football player in America with American football is a god. He's represented as a god, but he's just another man. That's it. But he plays, he throws a ball, and he catches it, and, and that's it. But, but many, many companies sponsor these guys, but they have no direct interest with him. What does a quarterback or a running back have to do with an RV? The guy might even, actually, those guys wouldn't even step in an RV if you ask me. But an RV company that sponsors this type of project, that is completely 100 million percent in his alley. Because everybody that's going to watch this project is somebody that wants to be on the road with an RV. So again, you're listening to Video Marketing and Mayhem. We're here in Naples, Florida. Uh, Vincenzo lives here in Naples, Florida, has this beautiful 40-foot RV, which is about to take the journey throughout the United States to make this a video of freedom. Yeah, that is correct. Look how ironic. I selected my RV in very wide way. It's called American Eagle. I, I, I wanted one of those all along, and I found it. I had to go all the way to Alabama to buy it, but I found it. There's a reason why I wanted an American Eagle. It, it, it just, I mean, you saw it. It's a beautiful machine, and... And, and I just hope and pray that it holds together the whole way. That's all. <laughs> so take us through the plan. What is your plan? Um, and what, is, what does that plan look like? Well, the plan looks really good. The problem is Corona is in the way. The power of video is, oh, yeah. in, is in everybody's hand. Yes. It's in everybody's hand. It's, yes. it, it's, it's an incredible tool. Yes. Look what but happens. Just because, just because that you have a microphone in your hand yes. doesn't mean that you're an expert no. at the top of your, that you're talking about. Of course not. But look, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in the video production yeah, business and yes. I'm not going to call myself an expert. I call myself somebody who's constantly learning we are. and figuring it out. And thank God somebody sees a value in that and pays us to produce corporate video. That is correct. The thing is that the fact, since these phones are available, certain things are taped and people see these things. As long as they're not manipulated, they're really taped honestly, you can see what really happens. Reality. Yes. And that reality sometimes saves the guy's life. I was in a couple of situations like that in my life myself. If I wouldn't have had the camera running to expose the things that I said, nobody in the living world would have believed me. But this, the fact that the camera was running saved my life a couple of times. 
So this is, again, we talk about the power of video and the reason why I put this podcast together because the client says to me, you know, we've been advertising like this for a million years. We're not going to be doing any kind of thing with video. And I'm like, video is the most powerful tool that you could possibly have. And so the reason why I put this podcast together is to educate the listener that that medium, video, is an incredibly powerful tool. And everybody's realizing that now. They're, yes. they're seeing Absolutely. that it, it can change the world. It can. It and can. It, and it, but it has to be done correctly and it needs to be used correctly because as much as it can change the world, it can also destroy it if somebody modifies it. And that's the sad part. There are too many idiots trying to play super-duper producer and they mess it up in every which way possible. With these events that have taken place, do you feel that, that people would want to watch what you're producing? Do you think that they're going to be, in a sense, envious of like, man, I, I wish I could be this guy. Or I wish I can do, have this kind of freedom. How, how, how is your film going to affect the viewership? Well, exactly the way you said it. There are so many people dreaming about traveling with the camper, especially in America. America is the country with the most people owning a camper ever in the world. As soon as they pass the age of 50, 60, 70, they get a humongous RV, which is a second house for them. And most of them even sold their house and live strictly in an RV. So what better place to expand that dream than here? They love it, and that's what, what, I mean, you could see it yourself by just driving with me to the launch of the rocket. You, you lived in, in, practically out of Nome the whole way. You didn't have to go anywhere. You had a bathroom, you, have a, you had a kitchen, you have, you have everything you need with you. You don't pay your rent, you don't pay property taxes. You, I mean, seriously, you, it's a fantastic freedom tool. The RV is a... Fantastic. So I'm going to explain tool. to the listeners what if, what's taken place. Vincenzo said to me, hey, look it. They're going to have a launch of a rocket ship. <laughs> SpaceX was supposed SpaceX. to. SpaceX. Yes. Elon Musk was supposed to launch this rocket on a, on a specific date. Then it didn't happen because of the weather. And I remember being a young kid. Watching these space shuttles go up, and I said, "One day, one day, I want to be able to witness that with my own eyes to to watch it because I love history and I love science and I love, um, I mean." And we did witness this, didn't we? Yeah. What's amazing is it's like, you know, you look at this big giant, you know, candle. They like the bottom of it. There's two guys at the top of it. It's like a miracle. It's like how is it how yeah. is it even possible? They're gonna they're gonna do what? You know? They did. And so when you offered me up the opportunity, hey, do you wanna go check this out? Uh, it didn't take me very long to to make that decision to go with you. And what's interesting is is that along the way, it's like a never ending adventure in a movie because you're going from town to town, you're meeting people, you're getting to experience visually new things in your life even though that it's still in america 
you go from town to town and you end up talking to people and, you, they, and they tell you these it, interesting stories. That's the and, goal. That's the goal. And so I, I was exposed to a little tiny piece of that. Yes, so yes. we end up going into, um, where do we end up going then? The, 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 Titusville. Titusville. Yeah. And we pull in, we go over this bridge and we're like, wow, we're, we're here in paradise. And it was truly a scene, like almost like a movie scene. There was people everywhere and RVs and kind of, you know, everything that repre represents freedom. Exactly. And there were no masks, noticed? Nobody was wearing a mask, <laughs> right? Poof, the COVID was yeah, gone. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was gone. It was, don't be there. Yeah. Anyway. And once we, I call it landed. Once we landed, we, uh, <laughs> we docked the uh, mothership there yeah, into the exactly. parking lot. And we, we met other people in RVs yes. that had the same vision that were cruising yes. around. And, um, and you shot, you know, we shot some video yeah. of, uh, of history. Yes. Which was fa fascinating. You're taking this concept, this little piece that I've experienced, and expanding it throughout, throughout the United States. Exactly. Multiplying it by 50 states and by, I haven't counted the miles, but I'm sure it's going to be a lot of miles. I'm sure. And you even noticed a little breakdown. We, one of my gas line broke. And so I, let's talk we, about that a little we, bit. We were losing diesel and I, I fixed it. <laughs> That's it. So. so what happened was is that we pull into the parking lot and there's like this little kind of like uh, fuel spill behind yeah. the vehicle. Yeah. A little panic took, yes. took place. Yeah. Now again, thank God it's not gasoline. It's uh, It was diesel. Diesel fuel. So I'm sure it is still flammable to an extent. Of course. Somebody throws a cigarette in there, it burns just as well as gas. Ah, okay. You know. And so we got fortunate that that... That we saw it right away and that we fixed it right away and that was great. What is your next step? What is, how do you prepare for a, a journey like this? How do you... Well, the thing is, Frank, as I told you when I met you, in a very strange way. So why don't we talk about that yeah. really quick, how we've met, you yeah, know, because... Okay, the way we've met, if I may say it, I was, I grabbed my camera one night. Wait, let's, re, let's re, re, rewind. I live in New Jersey. Yeah. And, um, and I had an opportunity to come down to Naples. And uh, so I come down here. I uh, went to a, a, an event called Podfest in Orlando and really enjoyed it. And one of the speakers didn't show up, so I ended up jumping on a panel, giving a little talk about what I do for a living. And towards the end of the three-day event, people started talking about this virus thing and how horrible it was and... And things were shutting down really quick. And so I decided to stay here in Naples and ride out the storm. I had no idea it was going to last for, for months and months and months and months. So I've been running my business down here uh, with a very powerful laptop computer from Apple and an amazing <laughs> brand new uh, top-of-the-line Apple phone. So I'm able to run my business successfully. Um, and if I may interrupt you, a fantastic crew in New Jersey working for you. Yes, so I do have I, I do have my my peeps back in New Jersey. So I'm down here, yeah. and I ended up I do a lot of bicycle riding, and so I'm now bicycle riding in um, Fifth Street. Is it called? No, that was Mercado. Mercado. I we, guess you I guess you could pick it up from there. Yeah, I was that night. I decided to go to Mercado. 
to do a little bit of video shooting about the empty streets. And as I set up my tripod and my camera to shoot, here comes this dude with his bicycle almost running me over. No, actually not. And introducing himself and what are you doing here? Because he saw a camera, he was all excited. I got to check this guy out. And that's, that's how we met and the rest is history. So I, I run into Vincenzo. Now, was that the night? It was not. Was that the same night that we bumped into that lady that ended up giving us a... No, no. Okay. No, no, that was another night. So we start chatting and we had the same interests and the same, same sort of passion for, for, for what we do. And uh, yeah, the rest is history. The rest is history. Then Frank got me kind of cornered to do some free editing for him. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Of course not. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> and so we ended, up, we ended up doing a few projects together. Yeah, 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 we did. And um, how do you prepare for the journey? How do you prepare well, the this 40-foot massive the thing is this house one. on wheels? The thing is this one. I was prepared when I met you, before I met you. I was ready to go. I talked to sponsors. Yep. Everything was lined up. Then this stupid virus came along and it put a big stop on it. So I'm ready to go. I'm in the right vehicle. I got everything I need. Now the only thing missing is gas. And that's the truth. The only thing missing is gas. And now I'm going to go out as soon as these people start realizing that life is going on normally. And I hope they're going to be even more hungry than before so that they're willing to give me a little bit of gas to make this happen. What kind of audience would watch something like this? And how is it distributed? People like you and me that want a dream of grabbing a camper and go across country and watch the, the Everglades or, or run Mush, R Mount Rushmore or Route 66 or experience a little history and, and just travel along the road like normal people and have fun and meet other people and go fishing and hunting and swimming and, and all kinds of things. And grow a second shop, a second hand shop, uh, thrift shops, or do, do whatever. I mean, how many women love to go antique shopping? They have an RV with their husbands and they travel the country on, on special trails where, where just antiques is sold. See, that's another thing. That's fantastic. There are so many avenues about this, you have no idea. We only live once. We are, both of us are one year away from 60. How many years do you think we're still going to be here? Sorry, man. I want to do what I want to do, and I want to do it now. And I want to invite many other people, younger than me, to do the same thing. It doesn't get more freedom than an RV and traveling. It doesn't get more freedom than that. The only better thing than that would be an airplane. But that'd be more expensive. That's all. Well, obviously, with an RV, you really slow things down, and you can see. Absolutely. You... The thing, the thing that's fantastic with that is that, as you saw yourself, you cross small villages, you see things, you stop, you, you go inside, you talk to people, you buy an ice cream, you buy something, you continue, you continue the journey. And you're not attached by any flight attendant, you're not attached by any railroad track, you're not attached to anything. Your only attachment is your eyes and, and your camper. And as long as you put gas in that thing, you can go anywhere you want, anywhere. So in the, the creation of this, would you, are, we, are we calling it a documentary? Is this a documentary? This is called The Grand Tour of America. That's what it's called. 
I already have an internet site at the, it has the same name. It's called the Grand RV Tour of America. Dot com, by the way. And it's produced by me and my VRFilms2020.com, if I may plug it. And uh, I invited you even to help me along the way, if you remember correctly. So uh, it's a project that I cannot do by myself, but I'm going to do a lot of it by myself because it's me, you know, it, and there's nobody else there. But everybody that's willing to help out here are more than welcome. Once this film is produced... Once, once these 50 films are produced, maybe it, out of the 50 films, mm -hmm. one humongous documentary could be born that's going to really shed some light on traveling in an RV throughout the United States. Are you going to do the voice of yourself? No. My voice is not good enough for it. Okay. So, uh, no, uh, I don't think I might, I might say a few words left and right while I'm driving, but so this is a piece that's going to be voiceover driven. It's going to be voiceover by, as a matter of fact, the voice that's going to voice these pieces are the people. Exactly. You uh -huh. just took it out of my mouth. The people are going to say a lot of it themselves. And then on certain parts of history and mountain scenes and other things of historical nature, there will be a voiceover. But 99.9% .9 of this is going to be voiced by the people of the country. Why are you doing this? Why? Because it's my passion, because I love to do it, because that's what I wanted to do all my life. Do something that's real, that's not fake, like the news today. Something that is absolutely hits home at every door. Doesn't matter if you're young, old, or ugly, or pretty, or big, or small. It's something that everybody can relate to. Everybody. From the smallest kid to the oldest person. Simple. It's simple, it's beautiful, it's majestic, and it's free. It's freedom. That's what it is. It represents the freedom of traveling and discovering places, discovering people, discovering events, because there'll be events along the way, uh, discovering all kinds of things. And educational as well. A lot of education goes into these films. Like I told you in the beginning, the states were created one at a time, Delaware being the first one. And... And so that, again, is a little bit of history that's going to maybe be used in high schools. Who knows? So how does somebody follow you? How does somebody experience the journey with you? They go to the site, the GrandRVTourOfAmerica.com, and the map is starting to appear state by state. As the films progress, they're going to be broadcasted, not broadcasted, but placed on that site. And the people can see where I am at that time and what I'm doing at that time. And the other fun part is, as you saw yourself, my studio is with me. Because Talk about your studio. Because bit. it's in my RV. As you saw yourself, we shot the, the launch of the rocket. and Edited not, the same day. And not even two hours later, it was edited. You see, I didn't have to go back to any studio. Right. I, I was right there, right then. I did the it. The studio was within and, the RV. Exactly. So how, how much more practical can it be? So for the people who want to get in touch with you, how do they get in touch with you? They can go to the site, again, to the vrfilms2020.com or the grandrvtourofamerica.com. There's an email there and a phone number. What about sponsorship? Same thing. Of course, sponsorship, I'm going to do a lot of the legwork to present the package directly to the sponsors. But if a sponsor happens to listen to your broadcast, that'd be fantastic. And, and contact me, and I can tell him right away how he can benefit from this adventure. 
So again, if you were to sum this up, the reason why you're doing this, what advice would you give somebody that, from what I see, your freedoms are slowly being taken away? Yes. And uh, this must be something that I hope to do before it's too late. I hope it's not... I hope it's never going to come to that. I really hope so. For the good of everybody following us. Because the kids that are born in these years want to take advantage of the same freedoms their parents had. And believe me, um, the way it's going, um, the way it's going, uh, I mean, it's hard to say. But one thing is certain. If we are not careful, and if we don't watch it very closely, some people are going to try to take these freedoms away from us for reason of power, for reason of money, as usual. It's been done since the beginning of time. The Babylonians, the, the barbarians, the Vikings, the Romans, all have done the same thing. History just repeats itself. When are people going to realize that the wheel was invented? Now do something with it. You know, That's the problem. Uh, why? I mean, history teaches you that the same mistakes were made, and we're still making them today. What's going to happen? Do aliens have to come from out of space to change this world all over again? Maybe. Maybe that's what they're waiting for. I don't know. Some people say God's going to come back on Earth. So if that's what they're waiting for, they're in for, they're in for a really awakening, let me tell you. So I don't know how people cannot see that. I, as much as much they are religious in all the religions in the world, uh, which I disagree with lots of them, but that's okay. That's that's life. We're not going to go there. But uh, uh, the people don't understand. They they don't understand the basic, fundamental rights of living. They don't understand it. They let themselves be controlled by a bunch of idiots. That all they're doing is raping them away from their rights, and that's not good. I don't care what side of the political uh, agenda you want to be. It doesn't matter. Forget left, forget right. Just stay in the middle and do the right thing. I don't care if you want to be blue or red. Just do the right thing. Defend the documents that were created to give you a life. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It's not difficult. It really isn't. But people make it that complicated. Okay, so let's <clears throat> we'll wrap this up. and So... What does freedom mean to you? What we just talked about for an hour, my friend. That's what so, so make a statement. Freedom means to me. Freedom means to me waking up in the morning and go shoot my movie, go walk the streets, go buy my bread, go hunt my deer if I want to, go fish my fish if I want to, go see my neighbor if I want him, uh, go, go, go help my neighbor if I want to, uh, Travel around cross-country if I feel like it. Jump in the water if I feel like it and not having a closed beach. Uh, that's freedom for me. Freedom is expressing myself with you right now. That's freedom. Imagine now some cop would come in and say, no, guys, you cannot put this podcast on the air. If not, you go to jail. Is that what you want? Certainly not what I want. Okay. Well, then that, that's freedom for you. Okay. That wraps it up with Vincenzo. Video Marketing Mayhem. Thanks for having me. You're quite welcome.